welcome to Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast, where I, your host Jeremy, explores the possible repertoire of 18th and early 19th century bagpipers. Come and let's enjoy some tunes. So this week's episode, or this month's episode, I suppose, um, I'm, I'm hoping that these episodes are more theme-based and like kind of hold together. Uh, I'm trying to move away from episodes where I do like 20 different things, because uh, I want to be able to revisit these later, and uh, it's just a little bit easier <laughs> if they're just doing one thing. So anyway, this episode feels a little bit chaotic to me, but it, it all holds together in my head. So um, a couple months ago, uh, Ross Calderwood sent me a copy of his band's uh, album, uh, Harta, and it's it's lovely. It's lovely stuff. I feel kind of bad for not getting around to it. Uh, I, I told him it might be a challenge for me to get to it before August, and here it is September. Um, but also, uh, it's kind of funny. Ross and Harta have been, like, they've got awesome reviews. They've been doing gigs uh, at Piping Live. Uh, I just, I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like I'm late to the game here, uh, but, you know, there's likely some some listeners that haven't checked out Harta yet, so we'll talk about that. Um, and the way that it all kind of threads together is, so Harta is an album that is sort of exploring Scandinavian and Scottish music together, which is a thing I... I kind of like um, rather a lot. Um, last time I was in Scotland, we stayed at a, uh, a bed and breakfast that was owned by um, somebody, like one another musician who does this. Uh, it was their dad. <laughs> it was sort of a uh, weird experience, but it was how I heard about um, Merritt and Rona, who also do this sort of thing of kind of exploring Scandinavian Scottish music. Um, so I, I've definitely enjoyed this music in the past, and I really love Harta's take on it. And particularly because Ross Calderwood is such an instru- like um, a great musician, but also instrument maker, it's just cool. Like, Ross is playing his own instruments, and he kind of made a... Um, he's got a chanter that is not technically uh, a Swedish bagpipe chanter, but it's got a Swedish bagpipe reed in it, and it's a much older chanter style, and it winds up having that really cool Swedish bagpipe sound. So... That's sort of where the connection starts to snowball out a little bit. Um, the I started playing around when I got these John Swain, you know, border pipes and Lowland pipes. Like, there's that extra tone hole so that the drone can switch from G to A, because uh, I've got two different pitch chanters, and I realized I can play the drone with my neck and kind of work as regulators. And when I posted a video of that, uh, David Osbrink. Uh, sent me some videos of him doing it on Swedish bagpipes. It sounded great. Uh, so we're going to play some of David's clips. And David said he was inspired by uh, Johan Suits, a, um, an Estonian piper. So we're going to kind of play around with, uh, we're going to listen to some of Hardo's tracks, and then we're going to listen to some other folks playing around with drone regulators uh, for different bagpipes, as well as me playing around with it on border pipes. But uh, first, let's go to Harta. Uh, you know, Harta's just it's it's awesome there's good stuff it's a good mix of tunes let's start with something kind of familiar to us all uh to daunt and me uh, so yeah harta is ross calderwood's uh band so it's made up of uh christine martin who plays uh, swedish nickel harp jake evans plays bazooki and guitar and uh, whistles and then ross plays uh the small pipes that he has made himself so anyway i think daunt and me is uh ross is playing his small pipes and not the 
cool, funky Swedish chanter, but, uh, not Swedish chanter, but sorry, Swedish chanter. Anyway, here's To Daunt and Me first, which is a Robert Burns poem that I think we've definitely done some versions of on the podcast in the past.
Ah, oh, it's cool stuff. Okay, so this next one, uh, another track off Harta. This is Oxberg Markham, I think, or Oxberg Marchen, not sure. Um, but this is a cool one. It's a, it's, it starts with um, Ross playing. I feel bad. Like this is a bagpipe podcast. I don't feel bad for not commenting on nickel harpa and whistles and stuff. Like the other musicians are great. I'm bagpipe centric, so apologies. Um, but this is really great. It starts with Ross playing his normal Scottish small pipes, and then halfway through, uh, he switches to the single reeded chanter that has got a, a Swedish chanter reed in it, so it kind of sounds like a Swedish bagpipe. But Ross said it's a reconstruction of a medieval chanter that he made based off the is it the Rostock? Uh, sorry, as I go find it, uh, yeah, Rostock Chanter, so, yeah, it's a, it's a cool sound, it's a really cool sound, so, uh, and then I really like this track, too, because the first tune in it, uh, it, old, 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 uh, bagpipe power listeners will recognize it, uh, and, I mean, maybe you'll less recognize it from other places, but there's this guy that I played a long time ago, uh, called Cyber Piper, who is, it was early days of the podcast. I spent a lot of time meeting people on MySpace. That's how old this podcast is. And Cyber Piper was e- easily like the coolest gimmicky. Uh, he had a real cool aesthetic going. Of uh, I think he, I think he was a alien from the future that had traveled back in time to bring Cyber Illin pipes to Germany. I think is what all this goes. But anyway, let's uh, we'll play harder first, and then maybe I'll I'll play some Cyber Piper afterwards. Uh, anyway, so here is Harda playing Oxberg Market. Thank you. 
Yeah, that's really, it's really lovely. I, um, I've, I'm, I don't know, I feel weird. I'm doing so few episodes now with doing like the one a month. Um, it feels weird to do a listening to episode again, but I might, um, Harta, I, I was listening to Harta quite a bit when I was writing my dissertation and kind of finishing up, um, so it definitely would, it, it would be on there, but I'm going to wind up playing three tracks on it today, so I guess we won't include them, but it's been a lovely, some lovely music to listen to. I do want to uh, punish, reward, um, draw attention to kind of the old, the old episode. You know, one thing that's been such a blast about doing the podcast is, you know, getting a sense of community and connected to people, and uh, as I've slowed down the episodes, it's been kind of a bummer kind of missing that so it's been really nice a couple of people have been messaging and chatting with me still um so it's it's good <laughs> it feels good to be connected but anyway in the early days of the podcast back in 2006 and 7 like myspace was just hitting the folk scene in uh, europe and the united kingdom and made all these really kind of neat connections with people including messaging a bunch of bagpipers that uh i didn't speak their language uh, generally they spoke english um I, I miss, man, I tell you, I miss those old MySpace days, but I do, I want to include Cyberpiper. Uh, it's, it's cool, man. It, it was techno, techno bagpiping, and I think he was playing a practice set of inland pipes that were actually a, a set of pipes and not an electric pipe that had, then he was just adding distortion to. And I spoke before and said he's from Germany, but I was, that's wrong, it's Luxembourg. And it seems like they're still around, um, you can find them on Facebook anyway, and I think they were sort of doing an ad hoc Twitch uh, stream of them playing Second Life. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but uh, anyway, this was uh, that version of the tune, the Oxum, uh, the one that Harder does. Um, yeah, Oxberg, Marchen. Uh, Cyberpiper did as like one of his like main tunes, uh, Come and Dance With Me. And uh, so it was really cool hearing Harder do it, but here I'll, I'll include Cyberpiper's track. Uh, there's definitely, uh, there's some swearing in it, I'm just realizing, so I don't know if that's offensive to you. Uh, just be warned. Uh, I think it's this track is maybe five minutes long. Um, but this is cool. I, I love people that are being creative with what the instrument can do, and I definitely like the idea of exploring around some uh, techno bits of piping and pipering, and why not be a alien time traveler bringing music to the past. Uh, anyway, so here is uh, Come? Is it just called Come? Come and Dance With Me? Or Land of Milk and Honey? I'm not 100% sure, but uh, enjoy. Here's Cyberpiper.
traffic jumping fucking hard I watch Trusty and this deck is feel the beating of my heart My desk is looks foreboding, my head is near exploding The telephone is ringing loud, my bossy is escorting At night I turn the TV on, I try to watch the news But all my eyes can see is bloody crime, war and abuse I'm zapping through the channel, zapping on and on and on Suddenly I see an angel calling with her song I definitely feel like I am missing something uh, like is the woman singing is 
is it a techno remix of the woman singing that song? I did a quick look for it, and I couldn't find it anywhere else. So anyway, I don't know. Fun stuff. Kind of missed Cyberpiper. Uh, went looking around. Uh, like I said, he hasn't posted much in a long in a while, and I think his Cyberpiper personality days are are maybe over, or maybe that has moved to Second Life. I'm not 100% sure. Didn't know Second Life was still around. Anyway, let's do one final heart of tune. I feel bad I told Ross I'd play a track or two, and I'm going to do three, but this one is uh, easily my favorite track on the album, and it's the one that uh, really shows off that uh, that chanter that Ross made that sounds like a, a Swedish bagpipe. So this is uh, Voltrol. It's the third track on the album, and like I said, heart is, heart is awesome. It's got a beautiful album if you get a physical copy. It's also available on Bandcamp. Uh, so we'll link in the show notes to find that stuff. So anyway, thanks again, Ross and Harda, for sending the album. And everybody, go check it out. Here is Voltrol.
Ah, lovely stuff. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Harda. Okay, so switching gears to the next part of our episode here, which is kind of looking at uh, doing my own experimenting and other people that have played around with uh, adjusting the drones kind of mid-playing to essentially function as regulators. This is, there's a, there's a much more thorough music theory brain to talk about this. There's definitely alternate tunings you can get out of drones to accomplish different things um, that I'm looking forward to having a set of small piper, uh, not small piper, a set of uh, quiet piper small pipes to kind of experiment with different tunings more. Um, and this was just my uh, stumbled into it accidentally brain. So, you know, got John Swain pipes. I wanted his border pipe chanter, which is a little bit more European, right? It's got that uh, second thumb hole and uh, has an uh, octave and a half about and I just like the sound of it. So I got those in G and then his lowland pipes, which every, most people would call border pipes or real pipes, uh, are in A. And I do cheap and broke and wanted to do that with one set of drones. So uh, Mr. Swain added that extra tone hole so I could pop the, the corks out of the pins and it would tune in A. And just, I was playing and realized I could, you know, I could experiment with covering that hole up and then extending the range of the, the tenor drone down to a G to kind of make some interesting tunings. And it's been fun to experiment with a little bit. And I posted a video and then, like I said, uh, I think it started with David Ospring saying like, hey, I did this with Swedish Pipes. Uh, but here's a track of me doing it first. This is the uh, title track, the first track on my most recent album, Bannocks of Barley Meal. Um, thanks everybody. This last Bandcamp Friday, I sold more copies than I did when it first came out. So I appreciate appreciate people doing it. Um, this album is like way more work and way better, I think, than all my others, but it's definitely been the sleepiest of them. I'm hoping to get physical copies out soon, but it has been a little distracting um, finishing up that PhD and now teaching three classes from scratch and raising a baby um, in North Dakota, but uh, still hoping to do it. <laughs> Just got to finish the finish it. Uh, anyway, so here is the title track off Band Exit Barley Meal, which you can get on Bandcamp right now if you want to listen to it. Uh, but you can hear um, at the beginning, if you listen quietly, I don't mic my drone separately, so it's sort of hard to hear, but you'll hear the drone pitch change occasionally, um, and that is just me covering the hole with my neck. So here is uh, a set of tunes. This is Bannix of Barley Meal, Alistair of the Stoops, and the Big for the Deceitful one. Those other two tunes are from Eliza Ross manuscript, uh, that 1812 one from uh, the Isle of Rosse and Bannix of Barley Meal. It's a tune that shows up lots of places, but this is aired setting. Uh, just a reminder, you know, uh, especially with Bannix of Barley Meal, I made like a whole book to go with it that includes the music when I had access to it for copyright reasons. So uh, you can kind of preview the book, or if you buy it, it comes as a PDF download, um, and there's a stable like Google Drive link where anybody can look at it too. So anyway, check out Bannix of Barley Meal, uh, Bandcamp, and here's the title track where you can hear that drone.
So when I first posted uh, about doing the, like, kind of playing the border pipe drones as regulators, um, heard from a couple people right away. Uh, one was Sean Reedy, who had been kind of experimenting with adding a regulator to his small pipes uh, via drone and via pedal switch. So I'm just going to play a quick clip of Sean doing it. This is Jenny Jane the Weaver. Uh, Sean's setup is kind of funky. He's got essentially, uh, which looks like a, a foot pedal like you'd use for a bass drum, except it's attached to a cable, I think, which runs like a simple hydraulic uh, something rather uh, tenon to, to make his, <laughs> to make the drone cork, basically an extra cork come in and out to, to adjust the tune. But it works. It, it sounds pretty cool. You can definitely hear the music. This is just a kind of early attempt at Sean's uh, and I think it's, I think it sounds lovely, but it's just a video I'm ripping off of Facebook. So, uh, all, all, any issues with quality are mine and not Sean. So thank you, Sean, for letting us play this clip. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Uh, thanks again, Sean. Foot-powered regulators, uh, sort of. I, I don't know. Like, it's it would be a lot easier <laughs> than actual Ellen regulators, uh, I think. Although uh, quite an apparatus that he had to figure out to get it set up. Okay, so now the the connection really here um, beyond the the way that Harda fits into this album is that. Mostly what I heard was uh, from David Osbrink, who sent me uh, three videos of him using his wrist to cover tone holes in his drones to make kind of regulator sound on his Swedish pipes. And also uh, he sent me a link to uh, Johan Suits, I think, from Estonia, who does the same thing with Estonian pipes to like very effectively. So we'll start with... Um, with David's clip of him playing a kind of a Christmas carol and using the the drone, uh, the drone there. Uh, so this this one he pointed out uh, this is his only attempt using the baritone drone. So it switches between uh, the normal A and then G sharp, and then uh, had a bass E drone going as well. So this is a Swedish Christmas schlager, I think. Anyway, thank you, David.
Yeah, it's really quite effective um, using the drones as a regulator. Like, obviously, um, if, for, I guess just quickly for those that aren't in the know, so regulators, right? Those are the key things that are on the on your lamp on a set of Ellen pipes. Um, and the big difference here too is that they are a double read. So, you know, Sean using small pipes and David using uh, Swedish pipes. Like, those aren't. Uh, pretty sure those aren't double reads for the drones. Um, I guess sometimes people use them, but uh, with Illin pipe regulators, it's essentially a chanter read in there, and there's you know stories of people in desperation pulling the base regulator um, read out to like swap out for their chanter <laughs> read and in moments of desperation. Um, so it's a little bit different volume, but uh, anyway, still pretty effective. I'm gonna do another one of David's uh, clips. This is the first time he was really experimenting with it. This is from 2016, um, and it's. It's kind of funny, the The bag is very small. Uh, he's got a very small set of uh, pipes there. Uh, the drone is, is quite small, the, the bag is really small, um, but it still sounds super effective, uh, kind of switching the drone between E and D, uh, and the chanter is an E. So anyway, here is another, the first crack of David. Um, I'm not sure what the title is. Um, and, it looks like it's in, <laughs> it's not in English for me to be able to find it. So anyway, lovely stuff anyway. So thank you, David. Here is David's first crack at using the drones at Regulators from 2016. Again, the sound quality here is my fault and not David's. I'm just using kind of recording off the sound card in Facebook, so there's some definitely some loss and um, 
deterioration that is my fault and the fault of Facebook, I suppose. Um, but I think you can still kind of hear the effective nature of it. Uh, David was really kind and humble about it when I was asking him where he got the idea or if this was a thing he uh, just invented. Uh, and he clued me in to uh, Johan Suits, who does it on Estonian pipes. And uh, Johan was really cool and uh, would let me play a clip as well. So we're going we're gonna to hear that one. Uh, here next. This is from a kind of live performance. Uh, Johan said that it was pretty dang hot and he was sort of struggling with it. And here I'm ripping the sound clip off YouTube uh, and it's a live recording so there's some people chatting and stuff in the background but you can still hear uh, again how kind of effective the drone as a regulator can be on Estonian pipes where there's that drone that's like right on your lap uh, or right across your, your waist that's in kind of the perfect position for it. So anyway, thank you, Johan. According to David, anyway, this is a Danish tune. This might be a, a Denmark kind of, this tune might be from Denmark being played on Estonian pipes by Johan Suits.
that's great. Um, yeah, love the sound of those pipes. Wish I had a better recording. I feel bad, y'all. This uh, I feel like this episode is really um, it's sort of a funny mix of uh, like recording studio quality stuff from Harta and then a bunch of me ripping sound files that have been condensed off of YouTube and Facebook. But um, I think the music uh, and the ideas are sort of too important to to let them not be played, you know, to, to not include them. But I'm going to go out on uh, one more track from David here. Not go out. This, we're just going to play another track from David. This is the most recent one I think he's made. It's from March of 2020. Uh, and he... Uh, yeah, it's just lovely. Uh, the name of the tune is Ever On My Mind. Uh, it's a traditional Swedish tune, I believe, but lovely stuff. Thank you, David. Thank you, Johan. Thank you, Sean. Um, thank you, Harda. It's been an episode of other people's music, so uh, I feel like I should finish off with my own meager contributions to this field again. Um, it really, when I play around with the drone, it really makes me want to ex just do a little bit more experimenting improv stuff. So that's what this is. Uh, these are just a couple tracks of me playing around with different improvised um sounds combination with that drone regulator so here you are thanks for listening everybody uh we'll be back in october hopefully for another episode i might post a bonus one before then um still hoping still might have a guest host <laughs> still open uh to to get another episode out but we'll we'll see anyway um thanks everyone for checking in thanks for all my guest musicians if 
Be sure to head over to Bandcamp and check out Harda's album. Um, along those same lines, best way to support the podcast is to pick up my album on Bandcamp. We've got Bannocks of Barley Meal over there, as well as Pay the Pipe Maker, as well as Oysterwise Rant. You can also go to patreon.com slash waytotwog. I've got a bunch of bonus episodes over there. I've kind of posted a bonus album um, while I've been on break from making regular episodes here of just old recordings I made. Uh first time I went to Scotland, I guess. But uh, you can check that out at patreon.com slash waytotwag. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And here is me experimenting with that drone regulator on my John Swain pipes. <laughs>